Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Cream can come true. Close your eyes and think of the muggins. <laughs> you know you got to have them. You done? You know he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're back uh, for a more sober uh, podcast than the last one. Uh, after we spoke to you last time, after we were on the airwaves, we um, so it was halfway through. We decided to go out and start getting drunk. Yeah, and then come back and done the second half drunk. So that was like a sober half and a drunk half. Yeah, we went out that night and got fucking slaughtered. Horrifically drunk, so drunk. There was free wine. There was free wine. There was free beer. There was whiskey. Um, and we had gigs. And well, yeah. So we've been drinking since about 11 a.m. Went out for lunch, and this a is big a, like, lunch. And this is, I hadn't really slept. I just like powered through on a long haul yeah. flight. And it's the day before the festival. It's the launch party that night. So we go down. Um, I've got one gig at like Crab Lab. You've got another gig at uh, the Expert, and we're just but like, they're oh, just like short spots, fifteen shorts, minute spots. Yeah, for me it was a seven minute spot. Dead easy. Forget, get a little bit drunk, bit tiddly. Forget, I was doing new stuff. It means I'm confident in the material. I play around with it more. And I guess about half past six, and <laughs> maggot just sitting down on the uh, couch. And all I just see is you jumping up and running away. I'm like, oh. Like I was just, first thing first, I was like, oh, he shot himself again. <laughs> I mean, he has had a lot to drink. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's about time this probably happened. And then I turned to Alan Anderson. I was like, where's he gone? And would you like to explain what happened? So Alan went to us. He's like, is your gig not in 20 minutes? And I was like, Wait, I, don't, I don't start tomorrow. And he was like, no, you start tonight. As far as I was concerned, the festival didn't really start on Thursday. Yeah. And uh, he was like, no, because I was going to book that room to do a one-off whiskey show in. And I couldn't book the room at that time because you're in it. Yeah. And, uh, and people that were going to come to his show or something had bought tickets for mine. So he knew I had punters as well. And uh, he, he just told us I had a gig. 20, like, this, so this is 20 minutes before my gig. Yeah. And we are 15 minutes away from the venue <laughs> on yeah. foot. Right? Yeah. And you're seven hours into drinking and, I'm, uh, and I haven't been to sleep yet and um, so I just fucking checked the website because I couldn't take his word for it sure mm. enough my tickets are on sale on the website I'm like this is unprofessional <laughs> and I fucking ran to the gig and there weren't many people there yeah. but there's this little combat tent in the venue what do you mean like, combat tent so the, the venue's a really cool venue and it's got this like say um, like military like camouflage like a kind of webbing, but with like fake leaves on it. Yeah. Combat tent. That would probably fit about 15 people yeah. max. It would be tight in there, with yeah. 15 people in. But they fill it like with bean bags and shit like that. And I had like about a dozen folk in. I was just like, fuck the venue, we'll see it in the combat tent. Probably torch on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're telling fucking ghost stories. I was fucking hammered. I just stood there drunk, chatting to strangers, and fucking, it was great because I just interacted and told some fucking stories that wouldn't be in my show. And, but a good gig? Uh, I had a great time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got lots of, uh, everyone went and put it on Facebook and tweeted about it afterwards. So, and so then we bumped into each other. Can uh, I do that more often? <laughs> we, we bumped into uh, each other later on that night, and then. You had to save my life. I did save your life. <laughs> Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend. Almost lost a friend. <laughs> so how, how to save a life. So uh, I'm walking around 
Wait, well, first off, we went into a Seven Eleven and you bought like some cheap ass sausage roll. Aye, and I was supposed to the fucking <laughs> specialist expensive ones. Oh, no, we in Melbourne. We're just like the fucking nicest of twenty-four hour food places. Aye. like even Pie Face. Oh, is, Pie Face is the fucking it's tits. the fucking best. It's like if Greg's was royalty. Yeah. Oh, but apparently not over here though. Like steak injected with cheese pie. Aye. Yes, please. But apparently, Pie Face is proper. Like. Uh, I was like, man, pie face over here is great. And Nick Cody looked at me like I was a fucking. So they frown upon it, but that if that was in the UK high street, that would be fucking cuisine. Oh yeah. Right? But on top of that, you've got all these sushi joints. It's like the best. But you just walked into the Seven Eleven and just like fucking lifted up a newspaper and went, "Can I have that, please?" <laughs> <laughs> I was just, sausage oh, this fucking, I was hammered. I was like, right, I'm gonna be drinking more. I'll just get, a, I'll just get a fucking sausage roll down me, and then because it was literally on the way to the drinking place we were going to. And then sometimes when I'm drunk and sometimes when I'm hungry, um, I forget to chew food. Like, so I'm, I'm, I split the uh, oh, oh, the sausage roll with Jean, uh, Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> She's the tramp. <laughs> Beauty in the Beast style. She's the beast. <laughs> nah, the beast's got a castle and he's useful. Um, so, I, like, I'll go for a bite and I take a too big a bite. And then all the like flakes just sort of fall off, and then just like a fucking torpedo. Oh, <laughs> so, I was like, it. I proper like a fucking seagull with a chip just went, and it gets about down past my my my, my the my throat and my neck, like to where my sternum, and I just feel it just firmly lodge itself. Now because I'm used to being in positions where I've not chewed food well enough, I know that if I just beat my fucking chest like Matthew McConaughey and fucking uh, Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street, Street. Um, or like King Kong in King Kong oh, yeah uh, what's he done since um, and that can normally get it down and I'm beating my chest and it's not working so weird sight for you and Gene all I've done, all you've seen is me eating sausage and start beating my chest as if that's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life like <laughs> yeah. yeah boy big doggy sausage roll what he wants I was just going to chest bump with you I was getting excited <laughs> Man, that might have helped. And then I turned, and then I go for a breath, and I'm like, yeah, and just nowhere is going down, and I don't have a drink nearby to attempt to sort of lubricate it up. Yeah, tur- your eyes went like, have you seen Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he has the dream that he's, uh, he's on Mars and his um, visor smashes? No. And sort of like his visor smashes, so he's just exposed to the vacuum of space, and his eyes come out on stalks. No. But yeah, it was pretty much. Aye, I had slug eyes. They properly came out. Like, it was Jim Carrey in the mask. Yeah. Just, uh, there was genuine fear. But the thing is, like, I've had moments in my life where I... Um, but I bit, still thought you were joking. I was like, he's really committing to this. <laughs> he looks like death. Uh, so, so I'm turning, I, turn to G, I turn to you, and you sort of... You think I'm joking, so you laugh. So I turn to Jean, and Jean, who actually loves me, goes, are you all right? And I just shake my head. And then I turn back to you, and you're like, oh... Seriously, and I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> he's going fucking me!" Like, nah, nah, good skit, guys. I oh, got you, mug. Commit to the bit. <laughs> and I'm there, and you just go off. Oh, fuck's sake, turn around, grab me from behind. Uh, got contented. That, that familiar. <laughs> Felt familiar. <laughs> and uh, just gave me the old. I did the actual Heimlich maneuver. Uh, actual Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, it's just something that like exists in myth. The Heimlich manoeuvre is just something that, like, uh, and we did practice with abdominals and when I was a lifeguard at mm. Concordia, we'd, we'd practice and train, so it is something I knew how to do, but just something when you'd learn how to do it, but never assume you're ever going to have to use it. Yeah. It was like, probably like Mrs. Doubtfire, wasn't it? Yeah, just, and the thing was, I was, uh, I was disappointed, uh, I was cheered up because, like, if that had been how I died, 
Like, I would have got rinsed for the rest of my fuck. Well, not my if I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been there in the last few seconds, the, the last few beats of your heart. Oh, I'm just like, rinsing your dick. My vision goes, and the last thing I hear is, ah, on a sausage roll! <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking dream, oh, pussy! Oh, I choked it, Cody. Cody, and she's going an ambulance, an ambulance. You just phoning your mates. A sausage roll, showing into the Seven Eleven. Everyone making a purchase. Careful. <laughs> um, I was disappointed though because every time I've seen people use the Heimlich maneuver in all the cartoons I watch, right, it always shoots out of the mouth. They just dislodge. No, I just went down my throat. Mm. So I mean, it wasn't wasted. Yeah. I still ate it. I'm just scared now I'm going to shit it out whole as well. <laughs> Can I teach you to do it from the other end? <laughs> turn you upside down. Just, turn you upside down and do the Heimlich. You just have a poo in my face. Just use me like a fucking, the end of a toothpaste. Just squeeze it, <laughs> squeeze it down. Trying to get it out of my body. <laughs> Every time you eat now, I'm just kind of mush it down. Like, um, but what I've realised in that moment, right, is... Uh, that you owe me your life. Uh, well, I mean, we'll call it quits. What? When have you saved my life recently? Oh, recently, never. But in general, never. Aye. Like, did you see what um, Natalie put online as well about uh, marrying us too, marrying us both? Mm. And then um, I think it was your mum wrote something about uh, it's a two man job keeping Kai alive. Oh. Or shit, Natalie might have wrote it. It was a conversation between right. your mum and Natalie. She called <laughs> my mum called you. I think <laughs> your missus a man. <laughs> two man job. Yeah. <laughs> called you a man. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Net. So, uh, that's what I mean I can hardly talk I haven't learned how to chew my food that's fair <laughs> yeah. if, if it's someone's job to keep me alive you would never pass the application stage you wouldn't get an interview well, I've learned though in a situation the panic situation I've always known you're good for like panic situations like that I've always known you know you used to be a lifeguard Gene can get fucked Gene, like, because if you hadn't been there, like, I saw the fear in Gene's, and all... She dropped her knees and shouted, help. Yeah, because, and this is a little useful tidbit, if you ever are choking on something uh, and you're alone... Call uh, me on 1-800-LEGEND-HERO. Yeah, 1-800-MAGGINS, and you just basically put your hands across your chest like you're going on a flume. And you just sort of fall back and hopefully uh, that dislodges it. But like, tilt your head forward, otherwise you'll probably knock yourself right. out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you muck. <laughs> yeah. If you're, you're going to choke to death, just go, no, I choose how I die. Yeah. I jump in front of traffic. Right? <laughs> the the tram will dislodge the sausage roll and all your intestines. But <laughs> Fuck you, fate. Uh, yeah, I, but at least you died in a decent way. Like, I'd rather get hit by a tram than choke on a fucking sausage roll. <laughs> like, how could you, like... Oh, my poor parents... Because uh, there have been times when I've had to do stuff like, so at the end of the festival, last year, the Edinburgh Festival, uh, I had uh, strep throat, so basically uh, just the inside of my throat was torn to shit, so I couldn't, like swallowing was absolute agony, um, and like, I couldn't drink, I couldn't eat, and I'm just feeling off, so it was like last night at festival, and I just go home, and I can't sleep, because like, I'm either coughing, which is agony, or I'm just swallowing, I'm just in a lot of pain. So I when, I, when I get like that, I go self-destruct mode and just have a cigarette. Like even though oh, I, 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 I could, I couldn't even vape at that point. Like because I was like, perfect yeah. thing to do right now is to smoke a joint, right? And the second I let it up, it was just like, because it, it's just basically there's cuts in your throat, so it's just, it was you horrific. Put, you put a little lamp, aye, little baby. Um, so I went to, uh, and for this part, I'll have to. Someone I know was like, you should take some uh, tramadol because that'll just sort of knock you out. 
and I was like, I don't really, I don't trust legal drugs. Like, because yeah, it's weird, those, isn't it? those are the ones that killed Heath Ledger and almost killed Eminem. Yeah, when, when it comes to like when people are on painkillers, like or uh, like sleeping tablets, Aye. anything like that, I like I kind of frown upon it, just going, "Whoa, you're getting hooked on these prescription meds." Aye. And I look at them like I'm on this moral high ground. Yet I'll happily just go into some sketchy dealer's house for some fucking Aye. someone to sleep on the couch and fucking. But, but that's the thing. Like it's it's like the there's a direct line between a drug dealer and you. So like they don't want to lose a customer or you know things to come back to them. Whereas the person who made the pill, these legal pills, doesn't give a fuck the about you. It's a fucking companies. corporation somewhere. So I take the I take the tramadol. I've never done it before, and I never will again. And I remember it worked for a bit, but I woke up at like like three hours later and just my throat was closing right so I sort of wake up and I'm, I'm alone in the house you're still out right Jean's away in fucking Bali right I know Ellis is out so I'm just waking up in a house an empty house with my throat closing and I'm just like right this isn't good and I get up and I'm trying to t- I'm getting like small intakes of air in but I'm like this is closing at a very fast rate it's also probably panic attack so I'm sort of working out that Realistically, it's not closing forever. I'll probably just pass out and then wake up. But I'm like, the best thing to do, because the house is fucking empty, is to just wake up, go upstairs, unlock the front door, get myself into the recovery position. And call and te- No, no, and text. I couldn't talk. So I'd have to text people. So I was just going to be like, try and just go text all please come to the house, my throat's closed and I'm dying. So you just threw a party. <laughs> Everyone just rocks up with bags of booze. <laughs> You're lying in the recovery position, guy. he's on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was having a great time. Start before we go here, finish before we go here. But fortunately, Abby and F, Froyo, two of our friends, who were staying over, uh, had come back early from a party. So they just hear me in the hall going, <gasps> and they both run downstairs. And again, it's that exact same situation as I had yesterday with you and Jean. Right? As I turn to Abby and she just goes, right, okay, uh, what, what do you want? I'm like, point to my throat. And she goes, right, shall I phone an ambulance? Shall I phone Marlena? What do you want? And she's, it's just yes or no questions. And Freya's just there like, you okay? What's would you? How's oh God? Would we go in the shower? I'm like, you are the most pointless. <laughs> Have a banana. Come <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, uh. maybe you just got a small throat. Oh, maybe you just got a throat like a child's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Explains the smell. <laughs> Maybe you should just wear a nappy like a beard mask. <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm not dead, so thanks for that. Yeah, you're really grateful afterwards. You're like, I think you just saved my life, dude. Thanks for that. You come up with me later on as well. Again. Thanks for saving my life earlier. This business as usual. Because no, um, I still got to be a dick to you, but it was yeah. like, Gene was more thankful. Gene, because I. Again, I don't understand much about how throats work, clearly, or chewing. Gene was in awe of what just happened. <laughs> oh, useless. Um, and, um, if I was there when you were having your throat-closing moment, imagine I'd just casually just give you one of them pen-track yoknavies, like, like episode one of Lost. <laughs> or it would have been just worse, I'd come out of bed, and then you just, like, my throat's closing, and you're like, I'll give them the Heimlich maneuver. I'm like, nah, this just hurts. <laughs> yeah. Your throat just starts inflating like a frog. Ribbit. <laughs> 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 the throats are completely blocked. Oh. Um, did, did I? Because I don't want to. I hate. I do this all the time. I keep telling the same story twice on a podcast or whatever. But did I tell you, or did I tell one of the podcasts you listened to about the story when I was in Zanti with this guy that split his head open? No. Have I told the story on the podcast? I think so. Oh, well, if you can't remember it, other people probably don't. Right. So, um, 
I diagnosed myself as fucking too drunk to be out in Zanti, right? I was like absolutely fucking shit-faced hammered and decided to walk back on my own. So is this, this when Gav peed on you and you went home crying? No, that was a different holiday. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, ju- I just want to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking get... So this one, Gav peed on, is the one here, that story now. Yeah. Let's bookmark the other one. Right. We'll get back to that, right? <laughs> so this was in Magaluf for Sean Anderson's uh, stag party. And um, we ended up like swapping clothes with the just group. Just to... Sean Anderson's just your friend, not a comic. I feel like whenever we full name someone yeah. they're like oh look out for him don't look yeah. out for Sean Anderson yeah <laughs> like, unless, unless you're a criminal because he's a policeman <laughs> and um, so we rode for his and we ended up like a bunch of us swapping clothes with a bunch of girls so I was wearing a fucking dress for, for a section of the night and people kept like lighter in me leg and I, like, I kept feeling my leg gun on fire and then having to put the fire out on my leg, right? And then later on in the evening after I would swap my clothes, right, I felt my leg go hot and I went to put out the fire on my leg and just slapped a big fucking leg full of piss. This <laughs> <laughs> guy had been pissing on us just in the street like I was a lamppost. <laughs> and he was a dog, obviously. <laughs> That's what people do to lampposts. But he started pissing on us and I actually had a huff. <laughs> I've only ever seen you huff, I think, twice, and it's for the you know for the happiest man on the planet. It is the funniest fucking juxtaposition in the world because like you're trying to remain angry, and then you can just see everyone else laughing, and you really enjoy when other people are laughing. I'm trying to use my anger to make people laugh, but still actually legit angry. <laughs> so uh, basically, the, the reason I had such a huff about it is I was like, well, now I've got to go back and get changed. And they're like, fuck off, don't go back. Why did I just swap again with the girl with the dress? Because <laughs> her dress had been set on fire ages ago. <laughs> so so uh, I was trying to go home to get changed, but they just assumed me going back to get changed has been in a half. And we're like trying to keep us out. And not letting us go back when fucking someone else had pissed my pants. Eventually, Gav just went, stopping a fucking weapon mid swap jeans with us. And he just started wearing my jeans, covered in piss, like mug. <laughs> what a mug. So, in Zanti oh, in 2008, yeah. this is a few years down the line, um, I'm walking back, absolutely hammered, right? And it, uh, oh, just at this point, I'd like to point out uh, to Natalie, like, obviously, all these stories happen so pre Natalie, but you've not changed much. Massively since then, so this is just a massive warning to her for the stag do. The rest of her life. <laughs> no, the stag do. Like, if that happened. Holy shit. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's talk about. Is there, I think we're going to get married in Ibiza. So there's talk of, uh, like, Natalie's going to ha- uh, looking to have her hen party in Ibiza and just running straight into the wedding. Mm. And, like, the idea was, in the basics, was uh, let's have the hen party and stag party in Ibiza. But I'm like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll come out early. But that can't be the stag. Yeah, because like, what that that is a recipe for disaster. As if the wedding's gonna. I need. It's like she's not seen the Hangover. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have to. Um, we're gonna have to have one separate. Oh, absolutely! Several months before. Yeah. Like, because we'll, we'll, the intention is to kill you. I was thinking about not drinking. <laughs> classy is only. <laughs> I'm a classy man. <laughs> um, so in Zanti, I, I fucking diagnosed myself too hammered. Like, I'm fucking I'm spewed or whatever in a club, and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to bed. And I just popped smoke, I side-doored it, and I'm walking back, and it starts chucking it down in the rain. And uh, I, get, I get to the level with this bar, and there's, like, commotion outside the bar, and this guy has fucking split his head open, and he's just on the marble, right? And because it's raining in Greece, the fucking... Um, 
the blood was mixing in with the water no. and spreading like a murder scene. It was like no. fucking something. It was like the opening of Saving Private Ryan. Just the like, sea. It was ridiculous. I was <laughs> looking at it going, that's like something off Dexter and Dexter hasn't even been written yet. <laughs> <laughs> you just Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> I put a big, big claw come out of his head and grab his hat and put okay. it back on. Right. Oh, no, that's, that's Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I think the Powerpuff Girls did this. Oh, mum. <laughs> it's all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, I was on acid this night. Sorry, where's Ren and Stimpy? So, Rocko's Modern Life. Remember that one? I remember that one. Good one. Um, so this guy, his head split open in this blood is pooling like nothing I've ever seen. It was fucking ridiculous, right? And instead of dealing with him, his friends were arguing about what had happened. And it was it turned out like one of his friends hit him and then he fell and hit the deck and like uh, bust his head open on the deck. And then they were like trying to poke blame rather than deal with him. Yeah. So I fucking get down and I take my T-shirt off and I pat it into it. <laughs> Just show him what you got. I, <laughs> <laughs> the last thing he sees. I think, what do you reckon? <laughs> if this doesn't get your fucking blood pumping off well. In fact, the pool started getting... <laughs> I was like, quick, I've got to give him an erection. That blood needs to go the other, the other way. Aye, aye, so you're in films and all the blood's just, just going back into his head to pump his erection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just start hoovering it up with a cut. <laughs> but then he bloated because it mixed with the rainwater. <laughs> he doubled in size. So uh, I take my top off my... Uh, me Ed Hardy top because you know I was a bit of a chav. Oh no! You know I was had fucking big bulldog and cross guitars and sequins or whatever. Right. So I get this uh, this t-shirt, folds it up and uh, pads it against his head, and um and held it in, put him in the recovery position and started talking to like uh, wrangling his friends. This is where I'm fucking shit faced as well. Wrangling his friends, to call an ambulance to uh, try and find these insurance documents and right. shit like that. And I just started like proper handling the situation. And then um, the ambulance came along and I, I kept him talking the whole time. He was like practically unconscious but like his lips were moving. So I'm just like wetting his lips. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him a kiss. Just kissing him going, come on, stay with us. Stay with us, Brian. <laughs> I don't even know if that's your name but... It's my pet name for you. Uh, the paramedics took him off down the street, right? Should have called him Sore Head Hardy. Sore Head Hardy. <laughs> Bled Hardy. <laughs> this podcast is so stupid. So Bled Hardy gets fucking... <laughs> he just... Uh, he gets fucking ushered down, st- down the street by the paramedics. Like just along, alongside... <laughs> Alongside the ambulance, now I got put in, and I just watched me fucking whatever sixty pun t shirt just disappeared <laughs> in the street. Right, and then all the people that were on us were like, "Oh, that was amazing, that's what you take." I was like, "Nah, nah, it's fine, I'm drunk." And then, <laughs> I'll take your number though. <laughs> uh, ask us tomorrow when you when you when you can make a decision. <laughs> Uh, so everybody was like really fucking nice, though that was amazing, and then left. Oh. And then all of a sudden, I'm just a drunk Jordy in the street with no top on, covered in blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, as if that's the first time you've been in that position. <laughs> Do you not feel like you could, you're like, oh, we've got deja vu <laughs> 50 times over? Oh, man, so there I was. And then fucking, that was the day. That was the same day as the fucking... The, 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 right, so tell that story. Is this the one, of the, is it, this the Ricketts? yeah. I mean, you can. Your wife's listening. Or if your fiance, sorry. Ah, she knows this story. She never knew me in 2008. If she did, she would never have propo- proposed. <laughs> she never, oh, the story's she changing. Ne- she would never have accepted the proposal if she knew me in 2008 when we bleached blonde hair and we had Hardy Top. 
So, uh, well, certain part of 2008, one point in 2008, you no longer had that Harley top. So, yeah, it's true. So, I get a. Uh, Just for any listeners, I'm so sorry about this story. It's wrong on a thousand different levels, it's fully unacceptable. It's actually, the, this is probably one of my worst stories. Yep. There's always, like, whenever you tell a story about me, this is one of the three that you tell where you're like, this is going to... It's not good. It's one of the ones where we've never been able to tell on stage because it's... It's too much. It's awful. But let's, it's a podcast. Fuck them, they know you. Yeah, turn the podcast off if, you, if, you, if you're hurt. <laughs> Everyone's engaged now. Right. Because I've just proposed to them all. Right. <laughs> so I get back, right? Topless. Topless. In blood. Topless and wet. And I, I fall asleep, and then still drunk, I wake up to Ricketts bounding into my room and just going, "Kai, Kai, I've got a girl part of your room." And it's like, oh, "What well, I'm like, quality dude, <laughs> proud of you. That's Ugh. my boy." And they just said, "Do you want to come and watch?" <laughs> and I was like, "Don't have to ask me twice." <laughs> So I fucking lying in bed, fucking butt ass naked, right? I just fucking wrap my sheet around as like a toga. So I just walked in like fucking Socrates. Oh yeah, Socrates is famous for what's about to happen in this fucking story. That great philosopher who was always talking about, you know, understanding human logic in the mind. Yeah, yeah, Socrates. Oh, so I went there just so I could fucking examine human logic in the mind. And um, so this girl's like lying on Ricketts' bed and he's like kissing her and stuff. And he, they eventually invite us up. I have to mm. sit there and be toga. No. <laughs> Do you want to invite the classic Caesar over there? Get him involved. And um, I don't know how it ended up happening, right? But we ended up both wanking. Yeah. Right? And she was there like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. I don't normally do anything like this. And I'm like... Oh, well, yeah, of course not. Then <laughs> <laughs> why does that line sound so rehearsed? Oh, so. I can't believe this. I've got my holder head on. Oh, I'm just letting me YOLO. <laughs> So, so, so Yolo's lying there, fucking being all Yolo, Yolo. and uh, Rick, like Ricketts is. That might have been her last Yolo, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you give me her last Yolo. <laughs> so Ricketts is going fucking hell for leather, like there's money on it. <laughs> Honestly, right now I'm just like I can't even get a hard on because of him fucking grunting and flexing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can't believe this is happening to him. Like. Gah! I'm just like fucking casually. I was a, I was an also ran. Uh, I, I took part. Uh, most improved player. <laughs> Participation medal. Participation <laughs> fucking medal. pinky up while you're com- still covered in blood from earlier. <laughs> I think it was from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that Ricketts was going very hard. So Ricketts finished. We won. Yeah. I come second though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't even come second. I didn't uh, even finish. No. Uh, so fucking Ricketts come first and, and he held up a high five and I'm just like winning, winning. High fived him. Shouldn't have. The minute <laughs> I high fived him, right, fucking the, the splash made us realise that he'd scooped up his load and he held a high five handful of spunk and I hit that high five with gusto. I fucking watched his elbow because I didn't want to miss it. Right? And I fucking hit the perfect high five and decorated the fucking hotel room like the walls, her, me, him, and he's just there like fucking scary movie just grinning through the spunk through the ectoplasm and I was just uh, second time I'd lost my sense of humour oh my god was I not happy I stood there with my angry erection just going Ricky you're a fucking asshole can't believe you do this you're a monster I fucking stormed out covered in blood and spunk and just fucking had, had a sit down shot 
<laughs> sat down in the shower. <laughs> fucking mopped myself down with a fucking shower head. Right. I, I went back to bed. Didn't even have a sheet because I left my sheet in the fucking room. I left my toga in the room. Your head's like, hardly shot. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna storm out with a hard on and then like ten minutes later I go forgot forgot my sheet. <laughs> It was the second time it was like a scene from Dexter. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went back to bed, right? And then I, I woke up because I, I, bear in mind how fucking hammered I was that I'd spewed up and decided that it was time to go home at some point in the night. Then I fucking done that thing with the dude, and then Rick gets fucking high fived. He spunk right. everywhere. Right. He, saved went, the li- he saved the life and then prevented 50,000. <laughs> <laughs> woke up with a feeling of like what the fuck happened last night but mm. I couldn't really place it I couldn't really put together what had happened and it was kind of like slowly dawning on us and uh, I was one of the last people up and I walked out of the pool and Ricketts had managed to tell everyone around the pool and not just our group of mates like everyone on the resort and I just walked out of my room with my fucking swimming shorts on and the whole place was like Way! lads on tour Ugh. what happens in Zanty stays on the podcast <laughs> Right, I'll go get our phones and you explain to them what Muggle Corner is. Muggle Corner is... So um, we, we do a section on the podcast every month. If this is the first month you've tuned in, I am so sorry about that story. It took us like 41 episodes to ease people into how frank we are. And how awful you and were in awful. your past. Yeah, so um, sorry you just got the worst of it in your first listen. Fuck, if you want to go in, go in at the deep end. Uh, so we do, a, we do a section on the podcast every time called Muggle Corner, where we identify muggle-like behaviour. A muggle in Harry Potter, as you already know, is... is a, a non-magic a, a non- person. No madge. Uh, and, and again, muggles in the Harry Potter world are not bad people. In the same way that in real life, muggles are not bad people. They're, just a, they're not bad people, they're just a little bit shit at being them. And now we're all guilty of doing muggle things, we catch ourselves doing them every day. And it doesn't make you a full-time muggle, but you've just got to make sure that your level of mugglery is below 50%. Oh uh, right? yeah, I think it's, like, it's, your, it's your goal to stay engaged and stay in the game and stay as least muggle yeah, as you can. Because yeah. to be fair, it's, not, it's, it's definitely not muggly to realise your little muggle things. Like, if you become aware of them, you're like... Uh-huh. And you're allowed to enjoy them. I enjoy some of the muggle things I do, and I'll, I'll continue to do them again. But I'm just making sure that ratio is... Low. For example, my parents are always on the cusp. Yeah. Like, they're, they listen to the podcast. Tweeting celebrities and shit. Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? You're done us ready? <laughs> Uh, so each week we nominate three things uh, We discuss whether they are uh, muggly If we both agree they're muggly And you are guilty of them You have to stand in the corner for 30 seconds yeah. uh, For each thing So I will go first This one is uh, I don't know if you'll fully understand it But it's also a quick one Muggles play like Xbox and Playstation games For the achievement points Like I always uh, remember Like for me I love gaming But I'll play the game until I stop enjoying it And the second I stop enjoying it I stop playing the game That's how it works, it, but there's some people that just you can get like a thousand points for each game, right? And it's just a little online score. Now this score doesn't go on to anything, right? You can't trade it in for anything. It's not like nectar points. No, no, not at all. It's just a sort of way of showing off. Should be. They should let you have. A, uh, oh yeah. It's such an incentive if you could get like money off games or free games. Absolutely, because like here you clearly enjoy that you played this game to the full. So they're oh yeah. If it was be, a loyalty scheme, it would be great. Oh, if that's how you bought like uh, downloadable content instead, like you had to earn it, that would be great. But it's not. It's just I had friends when like Call of Duty, one of the ones you had to go through the entire game on like uh, veteran mode, uh, and uh, on the plane like you had to get a hundred. There was a hundred enemies on this, and you had to get a hundred percent head accuracy, like 
kills the thing on Vera and it was just impossible and my friends were just lost days I'm like it's just getting angry points, getting frustrated angry, not enjoying the game anymore so I I done that with uh, Assassin's Creed loved that game thought it was great and then there was this thing about uh, collecting flags and I made the whole thing about collecting flags and I, I must have sat there for hours straight faced not enjoying it and completely lost the story mode so that when I'd done the story I didn't know what was happening Yeah, because I'd been collecting flags because you think there's going to be this little bonus at the end yeah, nah, just I think that was the moment for me where I was like fuck achievement points for sapping the joy out of a game I, I, I think some of them are like some of them with their like challenge like can be uh, good and stuff but I, for me I've always enjoyed easter eggs in games for those that don't know easter eggs are like little things uh well, that's what the book Ready Player One is about. Yeah, that we recommended. Yeah, on the yeah. Um, Easter eggs are f- like fun. In the old Halo games, me and Ali used to just go into. We we knew where everything was. There were some of the best Easter eggs. If you, on the last mission, which was a time based thing, you got to drive to the end of the thing. If one of the bits you get out of the car at a specific point and you go down a little back alley, there's a enemy, a little grunt there. But he doesn't do anything. All he does is it's the outtakes. He says the outtakes from the guy who did the voice nice. of the grunt. So it's just him, and it's just fucking. You stand there until you fun. die. That's fun. I like, think that's, a little reward for finding something out. Yeah, but, but. I, the reason I did that, I didn't get any points for that. I was like, that's a fucking funny thing that someone discovered. Yeah. But I just, I really, if you want to do competitive Sir, payment, Siri's, do it online. Siri's got Easter eggs. Do you know that? Yeah. You can ask like, who's the fairest of them all? What a zero divided? What? I'll do one right now. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not online. Mm. But if you do zero, what is zero divided by zero? Mm. Who is the fairest of them all? There's like a, there's yeah, a handful. Yeah, little things. Okay. A, uh, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Yeah. So if you just spent like, I, I sometimes just get stoned and ask Siri like a bunch of questions, and every now and again I'll find something. like a fucking funny thing. But with the, I, I just, I, I've, today I've met someone the other day who's like, oh, I just added you on Xbox Live, so your uh, gamer score's pretty low, and I'm like, oh, dude, come on. Like that's no, that's not why any of us play games. Yeah. <laughs> like if you if that's how if the, like if you're taking the enjoyment out of all, I just think it's... you were just there going. I wish you had a game I score on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Jesus. Yeah. Do so you agree? Yeah, yeah, def- definitely in. But like, fuck it, I, I, I'm like definitely was muggly in that respect until that happened with Assassin's Creed, and I was just like, nah, fuck this. this right. shit. Well, you get ten bonus points if you go stand in the corner for ten minutes. Woo. <laughs> Uh, my first muggle corner of the day is leaving passive-aggressive notes, which you have just become victim of. So me and Jean are staying in a, a Airbnb. It's in an apartment in Melbourne. It's a very small place, but it's nice. It's the centre of town, so that's why. Uh, it's so a, this isn't a hotel. No, 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 no. This is just an apartment. It's an apartment. That, apartment yeah, block. we're renting for the fucking month. And uh, in the past four days, not just on our door, but on the notes down whenever we come at night. Every day there's just a post-it note on, on one on of the doors ev- from someone's been like, hi, could you make sure you don't slam doors, please? Or make sure this door is uh, closed at night because otherwise the smell comes out. Or can you make sure that when you do the elevator uh, that you you know, you know don't hold it? It's like... Who is this psychopath? I don't know who the fuck it is. Because there was like on several doors. Yeah. And it just like it made me want to slam the door. Yeah. It's like, don't, sla- don't press that button. It's like, fuck it. You know what's more annoying than someone's door slamming? Because someone's door slamming takes a second and you're, you're done, right? What's more annoying is having a note and having that take up the next couple of minutes of your life as you're like fucking getting angry about that person leaving a note. Like what they've done, put it, like I want to put notes up saying, don't put a fucking note on the door. Like, I'll slam me, your head in the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> me and Gene have started collecting them for two reasons. One, we want to see how many, and not just from our door, it's not us getting complaints, we're not being shitty neighbours. Until this, I read the note. This shitty neighbour. I've slammed the door a couple of times since I've read that. I, will, don't, I mean, we do want more notes, but like we don't want to get kicked out, so don't be a cunt. <laughs> But 
the other reason we're taking them is just so that nobody else is getting the complaints. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm doing a nice... I'm making sure nobody else is getting that random fucking anger. Because it's just such a... Like, if you've got a problem with... Uh, the thing I love about our neighbours upstairs at home uh, in Edinburgh is they've ne- rarely complained. They've had cause to thousands of times, but never have. But whenever they have, it's been entirely... And they've come round and they've gone, look, we understand, but could you just understand from our perspective? And they said, that's human. Yeah. That's human. And that's... That's and they've built, they've built a rapport with you so you can have that conversation. Yeah, and... and, and like, if they just done that with a note, you would just have this quiet resentment for them? Like, because it's like, it's like an order. There's no discussion to it. Like, you're not allowing me to... You said slam door. I, it's probably... We haven't been slamming the fucking doors. Like, yeah. she, she, whoever this is just assumes it's fucking us. And I'm like, can you tell us when it was so I can tell you that it wasn't us? Or let's work out what your definition of slamming a fucking door is. Or at least give me the opportunity to say sorry, because otherwise I'm just going to have to fucking carpet bomb the hallway. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just buy a packet like 100 and just put sorry on every single door all the way down the fucking <laughs> corridor. <laughs> um, so, uh, Gav, yes, yeah, back, you know, when we first bought the flat in Ashington. Uh, which he's moved back into now but when we first lived there he ended up getting this girl back who was noisy mm-hmm. you know, that, is that one of your pet hits as well noisy girls that are like overly noisy well, no, dude, like noisy sex like if there's a pl- time and a place for noisy sex I get fucked off if, if we're in a hotel I'm very conscious of noise anyway right I always have been like you see me at parties I'm always the one being like if you're going to talk you need to come inside it's three in the morning show some fucking I don't want to wake up the neighbours not because I don't want to get in trouble but because I don't want to wake up the neighbours that is a fucking rude thing to do everyone else is a human being and is deep in as complex as you are show some fucking levels of humanity in a fucking hotel Right, if I take a girl back and she's screaming, I'm like, people are sleeping. Yeah, you're you, being f- first of you all. You don't need to scream. You're lying to like, my face. Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm. Look. I'm all right. I'll give you that. It's a big old dick. Fine. <laughs> I get it. You like it. <laughs> yeah, geez, all right. Show off. It's like eating your food. Going. Mmm. Yummy. Yum. 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 Delicious. Nom. 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 <laughs> yeah. Imagine just everyone in Starbucks just. Ooh, oh, that's oh, good. Caffeine in my system. Oh, that tickles my biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like noisy sex if you're like in a. Like, she and Jean and Alice aren't in the house. Oh, like. Quiet as a mouse. Like, scream, scream the fucking house down. Let's have fun. We can do Look, we'll have sex in their room. They won't be able to find out unless they listen to this podcast. <laughs> hey, look, it's about time somebody had sex in Jean's bed, right? <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, noisy sex. Fuck, it's just rude. But this is a level of rudeness that sh- it's an order. You're leaving an. So Ga- now Gav got a Gav oh, got a letter. That, that's where I was going with it. Is uh, Gav got a letter off one of the neighbours complaining about the, the noise of the sex, which was really kind with it. Yeah. Going, I'm going, yeah, he's having sex until about three in the morning, and it's, it's quite embarrassing for me and for you. And Gav just took this letter. and was like fucking framing it. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Like as if my ego isn't inflated enough. Oh yeah, could you be less good in bed? Oh, right, I'll, I'll work on it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not for, uh, was it from the book, the book The Beach? There is nothing more lonely than the sound of other people having sex. There's no. nothing more lonely than writing a note and putting it on someone's door. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> Fucking revise that. Oh, oh, just yeah. So I fully agree with you that whoever passive that is aggressive notes. Button, Get out of here. And we're also, uh, we're almost... Go and leave yourself a note in the corner saying don't be a muggle. <laughs> uh, this one specifically applies to Melbourne people. Uh, and it will apply to some other people in the world, but Melbourne, you're the fucking worst for it. Muggles won't drink coffee from a place that's not their favourite coffee place. 
Like, oh. It, oh, see this fucking city. They are so, so up their fucking ass about their coffee. Like, it's the most, they're like, oh, no, don't go to that place. Go to the, I don't even particularly like coffee. I'll drink it if I'm hungover and I need a, and I've got an interview, I need a little perk of my stay. People are like, don't go there, go this one, this one. It's fucking coffee. I it's mean, you take, you, you need a sausage roll from a Stephen Eleven, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that, that is right. I like, um, I got annoyed, well, he got annoyed at me, um, Pete Johansson. Yeah. Wanted me to drive him to the nearest Starbucks, which from Ashton was in fucking Newcastle, like 14 miles away. Yet there's a Costa next door to the flat, and he wanted, he specifically wanted a Starbucks, and he started getting a little bit of a huff with us, because I wouldn't take it with that one. I was like, it, you wouldn't give me a lift to Newcastle for a McDonald's if we were next door to a Burger King. Aye. Just fucking have, have the coffee. It's like you're allowed to have a fucking favourite thing, but this idea that everyone's got to have that thing, and that, oh no, everything else is, oh, now that I've had the best. Use the right, I can't be- have beans from Rwanda. Right, I've had probably some fun- not. Probably just from fucking little. Oh, this is the best I've had. So now it's my palate's used to. It. I won't do that again. Imagine you had that for everything else in your life. I've had a lot of great sex in my fucking life, right? But, but I but don't no- stop having sex after that. I'm not like, oh well, I've, I've been there. Yeah, I still. Uh, pro- I mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, this one forever. Ugh, ugh. Not like a good chag. The best. No. Best, oh, best for you. The best that ever did it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to thank our uncle. <laughs> oh, oh. I just... It, it's, <laughs> That's disgusting. It's really bad. Uh, but I guess we're going to get worse when we get to your dad jokes. Um, uh, I just It's a very Melbourne thing. Like Even in uh, Melbourne comics, they go to Sydney. And they're just like, oh... The coffee here is so bad. I'm just like, I never want to hang out with you again. Yeah, you should try wearing it. <laughs> you'd, I tell you what, you may not like the taste of that coffee, but you'd look good in it. <laughs> <laughs> look better on the floor. Um, Let off some steam, oh, Bennett. Oh, you, you look nice as a person, but you'd look a lot better on the floor being knocked the fuck out. <laughs> uh, so if you are one of those people, and I go, it's fine to have a favourite thing. If you're a coffee connoisseur, I agree, you like something to a level that I won't understand. Yeah. And maybe other things do taste bad. Maybe other coffees don't. But shut the fuck up. You know as well, um, I might have mentioned this before, I do get repetitive sometimes, is um, I, don't, I don't really have a type of coffee. You know when someone will, you go to someone's house and they make you a cup out, they know you're milk and two sugars because you always have milk and two sugars. Yeah. I make a decision on what sugar and milk content I'm going to have at that time. I don't like go, I'm a milk and two sugars guy. I'm like, I'll have a black coffee now. I'll have some milk in today. I'll have sugar and no milk. If anyone's curious about mine, it's black coffee, two sugars. Is that what you have? Is that you? Weirdly, weirdly, no cream. No cream for cream. No cream. Cream doesn't like his cream. No cream, two muggins, please. <laughs> just both your balls. <laughs> and not because I'm going to drink it, I just want to see you in pain. So if, uh, yeah. if You want a tea bag in your coffee? <laughs> <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, my next one is uh, hot dog legs by the pool. What? Hot dog legs by the pool. Hot dog legs. Oh, t- like, don't, if you say the same sentence again. Hold on, you've never heard of hot dog legs. That- Holy shit. Right, you know the photograph where someone's on holiday and they take a picture of their knees in the pool in the background and oh. it just looks like two hot dogs poking up? Oh, Eric Lampere straight in the corner. He's in Johannesburg and he posted up a photo yesterday. But him, Eric, Eric Lampere, has he been ironic though? No, it was with a pint as well. He's like, oh, comedy's great. And it was hot, hot dog legs by the pool with a pint. Because you see them so much and I think it's like it, it's aimed for like when everybody else is at work yeah. on the rat race and then you put your hot dog legs by the pool um, so Nat- Natalie uh, 
dub- doubled down on Muggle. She didn't post it and she did take the picture mm. that shows the mugglery, but a picture of her engagement ring by a hot dog legs. Not <laughs> 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 by the pool, she just showed us that. And I went, man, if you post that on Facebook saying hashtag boy did good, hashtag I said yes, oh. you've just done fucking oh. triple muggle you've, whammy. You've got to get married in the corner. That's triple down yeah. muggle, isn't it? At least for her, though, it's more like haggis legs. <laughs> That's because the colour, baby, not because the size. <laughs> no, you know what I meant. Um, um, I've never. I think there must. There's other ones of that. Sell any any selfie by a fucking landmark. Just tell people you were there. Like yeah. I performed. I performed at the Sydney uh, Opera House last year. Mm. There's no photo of that. Just did it. Nah, I remember when you uh, gigged there with David Hasselhoff. Eh? 2013. I come to the Sydney Opera House gig with you. Oh yeah, I wasn't David. on then. Weren't you? No, no. We just went down to watch. Oh, I thought you were on. Oh, no, no. We just went down to watch. Who was that I was laughing at? <laughs> it was still me. It might have been Hoff. Oh, I might have that, been. That might have been the last laugh. Oh, that's weird. Like, that's one thing I do like about comedy is you just meet some people you never in your life thought you'd ever meet. I've met so David Hassel. I've met Dave Benson Phillips. Yeah, from um, the... Oh, the slime guy. The slime guy. Aye. He done set list for me. Aye. Yeah. Met him. It's fucking great. Oh, fucking love it. I got him to Gunsley and with Neil. If you know what I mean. <laughs> with a high five <laughs> um, so I, I have done the hot dog legs by the pool photo once but mm. only because within 24 hours I went from being in Dubai to being on the piste so oh. I got a photograph of my legs by the pool and a photograph of my legs with a snowboard attached to them right. and it was within a 24 hour period I, I, thought, mean, I thought that was pretty cool still pretty cool but you still a muggle right you still, yeah you still do belong in the corner for 30 seconds for yeah, that one I told it I'm in for that, but I get it. Right. I knew I was going in when I did it, and I, I knew I was right. supposed to muggle thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes I'll yeah, that's the thing about some muggle things. You just even like, I know this is muggly, but I'm yep. enjoying it. So fuck yous. Yep, it's paint in the airport, isn't it? Uh, here's another Milo one. Uh, Milo McCabe, uh, our very good friend. Uh, What's the opposite to a skeptic? Uh, a moron. <laughs> yeah, that's him. A fucking moron. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Muggles believe in spirituality. Yes. Like, I can't. And this is, Milo didn't do anything to inspire it, but just because Melbourne's quite a fucking hipster place. Dude. I've heard the word chakra three times. And I'm just, it's the dullest thing. It's like, you, if you believe in spirituality, what you are trying to do, right, is you are, I don't believe any of you are not doing it to just seem interesting. You're, you're, you're just seeing this thing that you have found interesting because you're a fucking idiot and you've applied it to yourself. And because there's no answers to it, oh, you're never wrong, are you? You're too scared to have any conviction in any fucking opinion. So you're just like, yeah, man, I just, you know, there's just an energy. No, there's not. There is not an energy. There's no energy. What the fuck are you talking about, you hippie bag of shit? Wash your fucking dreads, you I smell. don't know if you know this, right, but you have just marched me straight out of yoga meditation into the corner oh, yeah, I come here straight from yoga no, meditation a, a, and, uh, yoga, with yoga is the like some some spirituality based things have actual science in yoga, wait I'll tell you what they've done deep breathe I don't let me just make my point deep breathing like moving your body in that way stretching your muscles that is good it's got nothing to do with spirituality it's got nothing to do with connecting to the earth but taking time for yourself yoga it's a bit muggly, but it- no, the yoga aspect of it was fucking great. Oh. Like I felt, like I felt really good, like just doing the stretches and foot. Some of it's like, like on the verge of being too uncomfortable, but like you just feel your body like stretching itself out and getting itself like put put back. Like I really felt like I was knocking the rust off going to yoga. 
Uh, however, they done like. Didn't know you were allowed to masturbate there. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking the dust off. Uh, half of it, so not the second half, but like the last quarter of it was guided meditation, where you just like find yourself in a relaxing position, and they were like, put your hands up if you want to put energy into the world, and put your hands down if you want to receive energy. Right? You know, it was just like proper hocus pocus. Fucking shit. I'm trying. I'm trying not to put up any resistance, but I'm just like, you know what? Let's just fucking go with mm. it. So then. Um, there's done this thing about like imagine there's roots around your feet and it's attaching you that's grounding you to the floor and then picture red in your hips and then the red spreading through your whole body and then you you want to send out some love think of someone that you love and send send love their way and then uh, oh is that, is, is that why I got a little uh, like warmth down my spine earlier try <laughs> <laughs> your lips started tingling <laughs> So then, uh, fucking, uh, my first thought was like, oh, I'll send some love out this way, and I just thought, I've just loved that all over Thailand. <laughs> loved that all over that resort. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I'll send some love to me, mum. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent some, I'm trying to like send some love out to me, mum. Right? Right. So I'm just sat there with my fucking palms facing up because I'm going to put it out in the universe. And I'm fucking sending love towards me, mum. And then they go, right now, think of someone that you can't see eye to eye with sometimes and you often fall out with. I was like, I'll send some more love to me, mum. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I just meditated and sent some love across the globe to me, mum. It's just... Focus, focus, spirituality bullshit, it's right? It's all... But you know what? You know what's nice about that yoga and the, the meditation, right? Is that the said the said at the beginning is like this is your hour. Any anxieties you've got, any troubles you've got, any stress you've got, uh, that's like this is your time off from that. Yeah. So at the minute, like obviously I'm in a festival, so I've got shows to think about. I'm busy writing a fringe show. There's like a lot of fucking windows open on my desktop. Mm. Uh, going in there, just fucking shut it all down. So even though I'm engaging in the sending love to the other side of the planet and stuff, right? Mm. Like even though I don't believe in any of that, it was a nice distraction. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like if if it was pitched as that, like a lot of the stuff out there is, if yoga was just pitched as and meditation was pitched as what it should be, is it's time for yourself to relax and clear your thoughts, which is absolutely true and good. There is nothing wrong with meditation and yoga, but what is wrong with it is when you monetize it by fucking filling people's heads with fucking pseudo shit. Yeah, I don't believe any of that energy is going out into the universe. I think that energy is. It's good for me. Oh. It's like it's an internal thing where I feel better that I sent out love. Mm. It's that love isn't going to travel and reach someone. Oh, it's just worse. So you've, you're agreed. Yeah, right, yeah go, totally. go go make. I right, go uh, if if you're angry about that and you believe in spirituality, why don't you go in the corner and send me some good vibes? Maybe you'll convince me. You fucking gullible muggle cunt. Yes. What's your final one? Muggles tut. They tut. Muggles tut. I I can't ever imagine a situation where I go. <laughs> <laughs> when people do uh, people don't uh, oh god uh, with, the, with the eye roll too <laughs> oh, aye getting tutted at oh being tutted at is awful like it just it, it fills you with or at least fills me with a fucking lot of rage someone's like oh here we go right I'm, I'm only worthy of what are you a fucking dolphin stop clicking you at me click your tongue at me oh, you're, <laughs> you're in noise with your face because you disapprove that's your <laughs> fucking yeah, muggle that's your whole argument is no no it's like a fucking stamp in the foot innit slamming the door I slamming the door <laughs> uh, oh yeah I can't I, I, I taught ironically like in the sense that oh, you, here we go oh, oh. you wag a finger as well uh, uh, the pinky <laughs> <laughs> so you got a small dick. You, you, you wagging wagging one finger and then wagging two fingers. <laughs> one one finger looks like what you're doing. Second finger is like 
Fancy Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tutting, so eye rolling. That was a nice quick one. Or, or, or uh, no, another one is the, you know, when you, <laughs> if someone in public stressing you, you don't know them well enough to talk to them and they don't know you well enough to talk to you, they'll just go, yeah. Just do that exit, like, I don't care. I don't care about nah. your day in any way. Just, like, if you're queuing and the queue's taking a while, like, I, and maybe other people like this, I hate it. I hate solidarity in that. See, so if your queue's taking a while, and they'll look to me and be like, ugh, he's yeah. taking a while. I'm like, don't, I'm not your friend. Don't. No, nah. nah, I now actually hate you more than him. Yeah, for so places. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then you'll be front of the queue. Then he'll sp- uh, no, he'll be pissed off because now he's gone to the back of the queue. Like that's unfair. Fish is cycle. <laughs> Everyone just keeps getting in front of him. That's why he's doing it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. right. So let's go through those ones. Yep. So uh, if you play uh, any games for the achievement points, uh, go achieve yourself a couple of points. You get fifteen muggle points and thirty seconds in the corner. If you don't drink coffee from a place that isn't your favourite place of coffee, or you complain about coffee being bad when it's, just, it's a thing going into your system, like... Pete Johansson get the corner. Pete Johansson get the corner. The fact that it's Starbucks as well that he wanted to go to. Oh, it's not even a corporation. They don't pay tax. Like, if it was like, he was like, I don't want to go to Starbucks, drive me to somewhere further away because I'm against them not paying tax, he might have had a bit of an argument there. Yeah. Polar opposite. Go stand in the corner. Uh, and uh, Muggles believe in spirituality, any form of it. I know we only touched on it. And in the future, I realistically will bring up other spirituality-based things that Muggles believe in. But go fucking... Meditate in the corner for 30 seconds. Yep. Release your chakra out of your ass, you dumbass. Uh, if, you send, if you send post photos of uh, hot dog legs by the pool, leave passive-aggressive a note or tut or sigh. Yeah. Any of that shit, go and do it in the corner where you belong. Muggle cunt. <laughs> and now on to our favourite game, your dad jokes, where each week me and Kai game. rinse each other's dads. Uh, and then we tell jokes about them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your a sponge bath. Your dad didn't choose the mug life. The mug life chose him. Fucking <laughs> 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 mug. <laughs> your dad turns the ignition off in the car and dips the clutch so you can freewheel down hills and save petrol. <laughs> uh, your dad's favourite sex position is the walls of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your mum doing it to him. <laughs> I used to always do the walls of Jericho on my sister. <laughs> Not like that. Uh, your dad got all his mates around and filled the fridge with beers to watch the pilot of Adventures of Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and now his friends don't return his calls. Fair enough. Oh, hey, didn't you find out that the ma- your mom of Adventures of Daniel was the woman who neglected a baby in Train Spotting One? Yeah, because I'd it never. Alison's the name yeah, of the I hadn't character. Watched, I hadn't watched, watched Train Spotting. I know. I haven't watched Train Spotting, and uh, what you haven't you haven't watched Train Spotting? Oh my god, maybe Scottish. Seriously, you haven't watched Train Spotting? Well, you haven't seen The Godfather. Oh, bro. oh muggles! Um, <laughs> hadn't seen it, so I watched it the other day, and uh, I was texting my mum about it. And she's like, "You know the the Alice, the one who has the baby at the dies of uh, neglect." I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "She played your mum in uh, the French of Daniel." I'm like, "Ah, oh, when has she got the role?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, your dad. Uh, your dad says a moment on the lips forever on the hips which is why he's always giving your sister a piggyback ride <laughs> <laughs> she's sick as fuck she's just been in the walls of Jericho off me moment on the lips is a nice time oh, 
<laughs> uh, people slyly take photos of your dad in public and text a mate saying, look at this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they weren't called fanny packs until your dad started wearing them. <laughs> uh, your dad once left his boyfriend's house. <laughs> I'm not finished. Your dad once left his boyfriend's house and was wondering why he was getting funny looks from people, but then he realised he'd forgotten to take his saddle off. <laughs> uh, your dad drinks porridge out of a hip flask. <laughs> I've got a similar one I'm going to skip to. I'm going to skip to this. Your dad keeps a hip flask full of cart ball for his tickly cough. <laughs> Your dad is still chasing a ball I pretended to throw from years ago. Chasing the ball? Uh, I <laughs> pretended to throw it. I've still got it. <laughs> Sniffing around looking for it. Your dad puts his lips against the windows into restaurants and blows in an attempt to make diners laugh. <laughs> Your dad rewinds his CDs by putting a pen in the middle of them and spinning them backwards. <laughs> When your dad blew the candles out on his cake, he wished he could have a slice of cake, and now he thinks he's got superpowers. <laughs> your dad got his dick pierced, but with spacers. <laughs> oh, is that them big things in here? Yes. That I couldn't get because I don't have any lobes. Your dad, uh, your dad hid under the dining table, trembling on fireworks night. <laughs> Your dad wants his autobiography to be called Raced in the Ghetto Wearing Stilettos While Eating Carnettos. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kevin in a nutshell. Uh, your dad squints at Chinese people. <laughs> your dad referees cockfights. <laughs> <laughs> so it's done. I've got one more. Your dad drinks protein shakes after mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another one. Actually, I've got another one. Your, your dad keeps, keeps pissing people off on the tube by trying to pop their spots. <laughs> uh, we've had a busy week, the pair of them. Oh. Uh, right, so we are in uh, Melbourne. This was a bonus episode, guys. Yeah, this was sort of an apology episode because I know I was useless uh, while we were away, so we thought we'd take this out there. And then on Monday, we will go back to our... Uh, we're going to get guests. Yeah, Monday I think we're going to get Katie Marks, and then Thursday we'll probably probably get uh, Nick Cody on. Yeah, um, and then we'll eventually get Stanley back on. And, and we're thinking about making episode fifty a live one. So by the end of the uh, the yeah. run, we'll announce a date. If anyone's in Melbourne, they can just come along and fucking watch us chat some shit. Um, um, you can also come see us live in Melbourne. I am on every day. Apart from Mondays at Taxi Riverside, it's down by Federation Square. It's at seven p.m. every day, except for Sundays where it's on at six p.m. Tickets uh, somewhere else, so please do book in advance. I'm also after this, I'm off to Auckland if you've got any New Zealand listeners out there. And uh, my show is being recorded for the special in uh, at the end more in Sydney. Oh, really? So uh, buy tickets to that, please, you Sydney cunts. Yes, and uh, all of my gigs in Melbourne are up for sale on my website, www.kaihumphreys.com. And it's going to be 7 o'clock at the Sub Club, which is by Flinders Street. And if you can't be asked to leave the house, you can just click download and get the MP4 version of the show. Yep. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, please do spread the words more. Uh, we love the fact that we have a very uh, 
loyal fan base uh, that is slowly growing. Blows my mind again every time I meet someone who I had someone in last night who loved the podcast. It's yeah. great, isn't it? So, and, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for the feedback. We've got loads of uh, Twitter and Facebook action. If uh, if you guys could do us the honour, it'll take you like a minute. Just go on iTunes, give us a good rate, and give us a plug because that bumps it up the rankings. Yeah. And uh, like uh, all the Facebook stuff's real nice and everything. Yeah. But you can actually do the podcast a favour by getting more view- more listeners yeah, by just if, going on. If it goes up in the charts, we get more listeners, and the more listeners we get, therefore uh, we can do sort of well more podcasts, and then hopefully. Uh, well, you can monetize it after a while and start paying guests and shit like that. Oh yeah, and also getting better equipment because I understand yeah. sometimes this does not always quality. have the best sound quality. Apart from that, thank you very much. Thanks for, for your continued support. Yes, we love you very much. Speak to you Monday, cunts. Love you all. <laughs>